Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, we are still in Proverbs 21, looking at verse 19 through 20. But real quick, before we get started, I wanted to share with you um, a an event coming up here August 6th through 11th. I've got the picture on the screen here. I know it's kind of hard to see. Uh, I might be able to zoom in a little bit. Maybe I'll do this. You won't be able to see all the pictures. I'll do that. There we go. So this is a faith and family retreat. You know, in the world we live in today, there's lots of um, avenues to take a vacation and go on vacation. And vacations are good, and it's good to do it as a family. But there's not a lot of options out there to go on a more family Christian family oriented vacation retreat and that's what this is planned to be um, it will be a week long and um, you can check more information out about it uh, you can use this little code here and, and and you can go to the website right down here at the bottom faith and family retreat.com and uh, the reason I bring this up is because um, Ashley and I are actually a part of this our pictures actually on here see look we get a little tiny picture right there in the middle of it. Um, the big headliner for this event is Big Daddy Weave uh, is going to be there. And um, we have some other speakers like uh, Meredith Andrews and some other others on here as well, these smaller pictures. And uh, anyway, you can go and look up information about it, the cost. And, and the goal of this is to focus on family and from a biblical foundation and perspective and that's going to be the goal i'll be doing devotions every morning so everyone who comes will get like a code and they'll be able to link in and and i'll be doing morning devotions like i do now except they're all going to be family focused and uh you'll be able to have those in the morning and then go about your day with the activities um, that we're going to have available dollywood is part of the um attraction as well you get tickets to dollywood for your family um, there'll be concert there'll be breakout sessions there's a vow renewal ceremony for couples who want to participate so it's just all focused on on the biblical foundation of what a family is so if you're interested go check that out and uh, you can find out more information at faithandfamilyretreat.com and with that let's say a prayer and get right into scripture Father, we come before you now. I thank you for your word. I thank you for truth. Teach us something new today, God. Help us to see you clearly and be drawn closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so verse 19 and 20. We've got another one of these verses that might get me in trouble a little bit. But it shouldn't because I'm not the one saying it. The Bible is the one that's saying it. Verse 19 says, It is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. <laughs> okay. Now, I want to remind everyone that it's specifically talking about a woman here because this is being written by a man from his own personal experience and perspective. Okay, This is being written by King Solomon. This can also apply in the opposite way. Okay, a woman could say this verse very easily, and it would not be taken out of context to say it this way, that it's better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful man. Okay, it can go either way. The reason it says woman specifically is this is a man writing it. I just want to clarify that. This does not mean 
that only women can be quarrelsome and fretful. Men can very much so be that way too. I know. I know this from experience. I can be very quarrelsome and fretful at times. I try not to be, but men can be that way too. I just want to make that clear, okay? Just want to make it clear. So the idea here is, again, it goes back to marriage and the importance of having unity within a married relationship. It can be a very devastating experience for, for a couple, a married couple, to be this way towards each other. It's stressful. It's anxious. It will break a person. It will, it will just destroy you mentally if you are constantly being berated by your spouse, torn down, ripped apart. I'm not talking about physically. That could be possible too. And in that situation, you need to get help. But um, even in a, in a um, vocal, vocal sense, um, someone who just constantly tears you down, breaks you, hurts you, and is never, ever uplifting it can lead you to be be broken as a person in that relationship and you're better off living in a desert where there's no water and food available, readily available for you. Um, at least then you won't be torn apart so much um, in a psychological sense. So marriage and, and unity in a marriage is extremely important. And see, when you have a husband and wife who come together who know, both know the Lord and they're seeking to love God with all their heart and they want to follow the second greatest commandment, which is to love others, then they are going to have a self-sacrificing attitude. They're going to be more forgiving. They're going to overlook faults more often. They're going to extend grace and mercy to one another. And you need that because that helps you feel more secure in the relationship. Listen, we all know we're not perfect and we all make mistakes. Okay, We, we do wrong things. We have a sin nature and we need to be more forgiving of one another and especially in our marriages. Otherwise, you're constantly walking on eggshells. And that's never good. That's never good. You should be comfortable in your own home and in that relationship with your spouse. And so be forgiving of one another. Um, sacrifice of one another. And when mistakes are made and people do things that hurt each other, we should forgive and move on and not hold on to those things. Otherwise, it's going to be a very, very devastating experience. It's going to be worse than living in the desert, okay? So try to live in unity, especially in your marriage relationships. And in doing so, we reflect the love of God. We reflect the glory of God, right? Uh, that's not the relationship God wants with us. That's not the relationship he has within the Trinity and, and within and of himself or with his son, Jesus, okay? So we should seek to have that type of relationship in our, in our homes. All right, verse 20. Verse 20 says, Precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. Now, you might look at this and think, well, hold on a second. You've talked about numerous times over the past couple years of doing these devotions about how we're supposed to layer treasures up in heaven, right? That's what matters, the spiritual treasure, not earthly things. But this verse seems to be saying that we need to hold on to some earthly treasures. So what's, what's the idea here? What's going on? Well, it's not telling us to lay up our treasures on earth. It's not telling us to hoard vast amounts of material wealth and put our faith and trust in that. Okay, That's not what this verse is talking about. This verse is talking about just the basic practical wisdom of planning ahead. Right? As we live day to day, okay, we got families that to take care of. 
So we need to keep that in mind and plan ahead and make sure that we do hold on to a certain amount of money and things in order to plan ahead for our family. This does not mean that we put all our faith and trust in that, but a wise person doesn't just go and spend all their money. It doesn't. They don't just go and blow everything and then not have food on the table. Uh, do not have a, a place to sleep or, or the means to take care of their own children or their spouse, okay? So you've got to be wise in, in, in how you use your wealth. And all of your wealth that you attain is really God's anyway. You're just a steward of it. So we need to be wise, right? We need to be wise and make sure we have enough to tithe. We need to be wise and make sure that we have enough to buy groceries for the next week or to pay our bills. And so that's what this verse is talking about, just the basic practical wisdom of planning ahead and thinking of, of how we use the material things that we do have while we're here on earth. It doesn't mean that we hoard a lot of things, or hoard a lot of treasure and money, but be wise with it. And giving examples of, of treasure, which would be money and finances and, and oil. Okay, well, what is why is oil mentioned here? Well, oftentimes oil in scripture is, is a reminder of good health. And, and oil was often... Oils were used for medicinal purposes in Scripture, okay? And so to have oil in your home, because it was very expensive to have different types of oils, and if you had them in your home, that meant you planned ahead for ailments. You planned ahead for sickness and things like that. And so it's good to think about those things and plan for those things, right? Now, in a spiritual sense... Like I said, this is not about laying up our treasures on earth. We should obviously lay up our treasures in heaven. So the the other aspect of this is we need to make sure that we have material things as well so that as we seek to love other people, we will have the means to be able to help take care of people. If you save some money and put it aside, you save some oil, right, put it aside, then when someone is sick or someone is needy and someone has someone needs help, genuinely needs help, we are able to reach out and help that person. We're able to provide some material means for them, thus fulfilling the second greatest commandment of loving others. So that's the other aspect of this as well, and that's another reason why this is being wise. It's not to hoard things for ourselves and be selfish. It's to hold on to material things so that we can take care of the others around us and take care of our brothers and sisters in Christ, take care of our families. So that's the right way to look at this verse. And in doing that, we are following that, that command to lay up our treasures in heaven, right? If we're using our material wealth to take care of other people, that is laying up a treasure in heaven because it's not about the material stuff. It's the fact that you're loving that person. You're, you're, you're putting them before yourself. And that's really the, the idea behind this verse. And both of them can be viewed that way. At the end of the, day, end of the day, both of these verses here are about our relationship with other people and putting other people before ourselves. Not being selfish and being a quarrelsome, fretful spouse and not being a person who just lays up their treasure on earth and hoards it for themselves. But do, these do this laying up your treasure to take care of others. Don't be a quarrelsome, fretful fretful spouse, but be kind and loving and forgiving. So it's putting others before yourself. And at the end of the day, it all leads us back to the great commandment of loving God with all your heart. I'm going to stop there. Thank you for joining me this morning. I hope this encouraged you. I hope that it 
brings you closer to the Lord. That's the whole goal of all of these is to do that, to help push you to see God more clearly. Have a wonderful and blessed week. Seek God first, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.